Good morning and welcome to Life 101 with me, your host, Jay Jones Sr. We're broadcasting to you live from Studio 1911 in beautiful Euclid, Ohio. The purpose of my show is to provide inspiration, to give you the listener, excuse me, reason to keep on keeping on. The words I dispense are laboratory tested. I won't tell you something I know nothing about or talk about things I haven't lived. In the previous weeks, I've been more political than inspiration. I felt it necessary to be political based on what has transpired over the weeks. But there must be some inspirational along with the uh, political that we have been flooded with. With that being said, how's everyone doing today? I hope your week has been fine, and I hope life is going good for you. But if not, that's what you tune into me for, to help make things a little bit better. And as we start out this morning, people, I have to remind you that it is imperative I mean imperative that we comply with the orders to wear our masks, to practice social distancing, and stay at home whenever possible. Because this coronavirus has caused over 154,000 deaths. And I believe we'd only have a fraction of that number if this virus had had been taken seriously in the beginning. nor should we have tried reopening as quickly as we did. But that's another story, you know what I'm saying? The, tr- the bottom line is we really, really have to get this thing under control. And the best way to do that, once again, is by wearing your mask, practicing social distancing, and staying at home whenever possible because, hey, you know what? That can turn out to be a blessing in disguise. You know, you can discover, rediscover your yourself and your loved ones. You know, discover things to do at home because I found that I'm starting to fall in love with my backyard again. I love nothing more than sitting out in the backyard, hoisting up a few cold ones and sitting up, firing up the grill and sitting up and talking with Lady D. And that's what's really important. Also, uh, local drug stores such as Rite Aid, CVS, and Walgreens do not offer a sufficient number of test sites for the city residents. 18 congregations have come together to offer free testing through Cuyahoga County. The initiative will, excuse me, will bring testing to urban areas. Check out the website, greatercleveland.congregations.org at 216-785-9844 for more information. Once again, that's Greater Cleveland Congregations, and their website is greaterclevelandcongregations.org, or you can reach them at area code 216-785-9844. If you're feeling kind of strange, find some way to get yourself tested because this coronavirus, once again, people, is not a joke. And we have to really start taking it seriously. Wash your hands, wear your mask, practice social distancing, and please, if it's not necessary, stay at home. Don't become one of the number. 154,000 deaths is 154,000 deaths too many. Really, though. You know, the other night, I was sitting in the backyard and I was reflecting And I realized something, despite the fact that there's many things I could complain about, 
I choose not to. Yes, I could complain about my bills, the long hours at work, and not enough hours in a day. But by complaining, guess what you're doing? You are not allowing yourself to see the good things that are going on in your life. You know what I'm saying? Instead of complaining about bills, let's be thankful that we have the ability to pay our bills. You know what I'm saying? Instead of complaining about the long hours at work, be thankful that you have a job. Because the last I checked, it's over. It's like a million people a day that are applying for unemployment. And I mean, this just like I say, this virus is serious. So if you are working, be thankful and be glad that you're working. You know what I'm saying? Be happy. You know, things may not be the way you want them to be, but remember, folks, they can always be worse. You know, instead of complaining about your old raggedy car, be thankful you're riding because at the end of the day, baby, an ugly ride beats a pretty walk. Serious business. As long as you can get to point A from point B, excuse me, that's point A to point B, be happy. Stop tripping. You know, things ain't going to always be perfect, but at the end of the day, if you done woke up breathing and you're north of the dirt, hey, <laughs> that that's, that's half the battle as far as I'm concerned. Because most of the people I encounter on the street when I meet them, the first thing I tell them when, I, when they ask me how I'm doing is I say, I woke up breathing. And at the end of the day, that that's what matters. I mean, things aren't going to always be the way you want them to be. Things aren't going to always go the way you want them to. But just be thankful that you're among the living because each day the good Lord allows you to wake up is another day that you get to correct whatever went wrong in your life. And like I said, when you're complaining, you can't see the good things that are going on in your life. When you're sitting up, wah, 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 you don't appreciate what you really have. It takes me back to a story when I was in the Navy over 35 years ago, and this officer was giving it to this chief petty officer. I mean, he was chewing him up one side and down the other. And finally, the chief had had enough of this man's abrasive attitude, and he just asked him, he said, uh, excuse me, sir, do you have a solution? And the officer looked at him all perplexed, and he kept on chewing his rump. Yes, yak, 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 yak. And finally, the chief said it again. Sir, do you have a solution? And he said, with all due respect, sir, we can sit here the rest of the evening and talk about how much of a dumb dumb tail I am, but that's not going to help the situation. Now, if you don't have a solution to this problem, excuse me while I go try to find a solution. And I, I was very impressed with that because at the end of the day, I thought about what he was saying and it's the truth. If you're somewhere complaining about everything that's going on instead of trying to come to some solution, you just wasting your breath and all you're really doing is getting yourself bent out of shape for nothing. And at the end of the day, it's, it's not that, it, it usually, it's, usually it's not that serious. I remember how I would used to just go crazy when I couldn't find something. Like yesterday when I was looking for my mic to set up and we were all over the house looking for it and whatnot. And I finally said to my wife, I said, baby, don't worry about it. It'll turn up. 
And I say, usually when I can't find something, it's sitting in the room looking right at me. And lo and behold, my wife came back in the studio and she found the microphone sitting right on the floor and it was looking right at us. So learn to not get bent so bent out of shape about things. You know, it is so much going on now that we do sometimes stop. I mean, excuse me, we need to stop. And just sit back and be thankful for everything that is going wrong. I mean, excuse me, going right. I mean, it can always be worse, people. Seriously, it can always be worse. So take the time to just look and just be thankful for what is going right. Be thankful for what you do have. You know, every day when I pray, I thank the Lord for a roof over my head. I thank the Lord that my refrigerator's full, my freezer's full. I thank God for shoes on my back and, excuse me, <laughs> shoes on my feet and clothes on my back. I'm very, you know, things that you take for granted are the things that you should be most thankful for because they can be gone in a minute. And I know from which I speak because uh, I grew up, I didn't have much. So I know what it is to do without. I know what it is to just continue to trug your way along. And just, you learn to be happy. Be happy with what you do have. My late mother, who lost her battle to leukemia, as a matter of fact, 27 years ago today, she used to always say, if you have your health, You've got everything. And that really is the truth, you know, because problems are going to come and go. But if you're in good health, you'll be able to face another day. So let's learn to just be thankful for what we have. Serious business. Let's learn to appreciate things and, and don't be so quick to complain and get frustrated and when you feel yourself about to get frustrated and feel yourself getting mad, take a, take a step back, take a deep breath, and just say, thank you, Lord, because there's always a solution to your problem. And sometimes you have to go through things to appreciate when you do reach your next level. I've, I remember in Sunday school, we were always taught that God puts you through tests to get you ready for the next level. And I've often found in my lifetime that sometimes when things are going just off the wall, crazy and off the chain, that's right about the time I'm about to have a breakthrough. So people, take your tests, just deal with things. Don't be so quick to complain because you know something, the easiest thing in the world to do is sit back, be and moaning and whining and talking crap. That's the easiest thing in the world to do. You know what? Get Just grab yourself by your bootstraps and say, you know what? Okay, things ain't working out today, but tomorrow it's going to be a little bit better. Or in the next hour, it's going to be a little bit better because as your mind thinks, that's how things are going to go. And if you're constantly like bad luck schlep rock talking about wowsy, wowsy woo, and you don't have a positive out, outlook on life, 
Things are going to continue to go bad. And lots of times, that's what the devil wants. He wants you to think everything is bad, woe is me, and all of that. And it don't take that, y'all. Be thankful. Be thankful. You know what I'm saying? You may not do all the things you want to do, but always say, Lord, it's still been a good day. For real, for real. Because like I said, people, it can always, it can always be worse. Seriously. You know, it can always be worse. So be thankful. Be thankful. Like that old song, Diamond in the Back, Sunroof Top. Just be thankful for what you got, for real, for real, for real. And you know, one other thing I've been thinking about lately, it is a beautiful thing to have love in your life. Be it that special person, be it that special hobby, or that just special thing that just gives you joy. It is the most beautiful thing in the world to have love in your life. I mean, I have two wonderful children. And two weeks ago, I married the most wonderful woman in the world. And I must admit, people, it is a beautiful thing to have love and happy in your life. Because you know what I discovered? If you've got love in your life... If you've got a reason to look forward to things, it, it, just, it just makes the whole day that much better. I mean, for me, it is so wonderful having someone to talk to, someone to lean on, someone to give me a different perspective on things. It, it is, you know, because for the last seven years, or the la excuse me, the last seven, oh boy, I'm all tongue-tied today, it must be Monday, but for seven of the last 10 years, I was a single parent. And I mean, it's just there is not a moment of peace when you're a single parent. And you've often heard me talk about how I commend people that take the time and make their children a priority. Because it's like, you know, I've often told people when you're a single parent, it's like fighting a fire. You put one fire out. Two more start burning, and the original fire that you were fighting reflashes. But since my wife has been in my life, it has been so nice to have balance. It has been so nice to have, you know, an anchor, shall we say. It has been so nice to have someone that can help, help ease your load and to be happy at home. That's something you hear I talk about a lot as well. If you're not happy at home, you're really not going to be happy anywhere because what you what you take from home is what you take out into the streets. And if you're not happy at home, you're going to take that mean, grouchy, irascible attitude out into the world. And believe me, the world has enough mean, grouchy, irascible people in it for you not to be adding to it. Seriously, I mean... If you're not happy at home, something is terribly wrong. I've often told my son, I said, Jay, when you do get married, I say the first day you dread going home is the day that you need to immediately go home to your significant other and sit down and have a conversation about it. Because me, myself, I'm not going to live anywhere and pay bills and not be happy.
And I don't mean, you know, you know, skipping around like an idiot, like a court jester, but just home is supposed to be your place, place of peace. And is it, it's incumbent upon you to make it that. It, seriously, it is incumbent because home is the only place that you can control. You cannot control anything outside your front door, but you control everything on the other side. And you've got to do whatever it takes to keep your home a place of peace. I liken my home to the Batcave. Not a lot of people come over and not a lot of people see it. And I prefer it that way because people bring their drama to your place of peace. And if they see that you're happy in your domicile, they'll sprinkle hate dust around your house and say things that'll stir up confusion in your home. And you don't want that, seriously. You don't want that because you know what I find? I find that if you've got love and happy in your life, that's the type of business that you want in your life. And if you're so focused on your business, guess what? You don't have time to be in other people's business. And that's what causes a lot of confusion in this world is that people are in other people's business. As my little niece Moochie used to say when she was a little girl, business gets you some. And that's real. You know what I'm saying? Because personally, my plate is full with my own business. My plate is full keeping my home happy that I don't have time to worry about what's going on in somebody else's life. Now, don't get me wrong. If someone asks you for a little well-placed advice or your opinion on a situation, happily and freely give your opinion, but only give it when it is asked, don't be so quick to volunteer your opinion to other people because what you eat don't make other people excrete, meaning people aren't going to always care about what you think and how you feel. Wait to be solicited for your opinion instead of just offering it. Serious business. And I like to give it to you straight shot. If you don't want to know the truth, don't ask me because I'm going to give it to you. And seriously, I know I'm getting off a little bit on the tangent, but all of that does make for having a happy home. It seriously does. You know, I've been blessed to live 56 years on this earth. And the one thing I find is that you will live a long and happy and productive life if you simply mind your own business and work on your own piece of happy, work on finding your love, because I'm going to tell you something. I was prepared to live a life alone because I wasn't going to change who I am, but it is so wonderful to have someone to walk down the road of life with. And believe it or not, that, my people, is what makes this life so worth living. Finding that someone that you can lock up with and just walk down the road together. And the thing of it is, you're not going to always agree. 
You're not going to always see eye to eye because that's what makes us different. That's what makes relationships work. Because in some areas where I may fall short, my significant other is going to pick me up and vice versa. And the thing, always be willing to listen to each other's points of view. Be willing to sit down and talk. And if you have to walk away for a minute for things to cool down, do it. Do it. Because something I've always, I told my best man at my wedding, and this is how I feel. If you're fussing and fighting, you're not making love. Seriously. And uh, <laughs> I prefer the latter to the former all day long. But seriously, find something in your life that will give you joy, that will give you pleasure, that will ease the stresses of your day. And like I said, I get that pleasure with my family. So on the real tip, find some love in your life, people. Find, find people to be around that, that are going to enjoy your presence and enjoy your company. And be decent. Treat people simply the way you want to be treated. Or as I've always told my children, you would rather people be happy to see you coming than see you going. Serious business. And that's the truth, y'all. You know what I'm saying? And it don't take much smile. It don't take much to, 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 to lend a helping hand. It don't take much to just, just how you doing sometimes. I was reading somewhere where it was a singer, he said that one time, a, a band leader, as a matter of fact, he just started talking to a guy in a hotel when he was, uh, he was somewhere doing a show. And he said that guy came back to him the next day later and told him thank you. He said, because yesterday before talking to you, I was thinking about ending my life. So people, sometimes you just don't know a kind word, a hello, how you doing? That helps. That helps. Dee and I were once, we were in a store buying chicken for a, for a, a relative's repast. And we ran into a guy and I said, hey, brother, how you doing? And he started talking about how he had just lost his job and how life wasn't good for him. And D and I told him that things will get better. Things will get better. And he seemed to brighten up a little bit. And I told D, I said, baby, he just needed somebody to talk to. That's all it was. Sometimes just being that ear, being that sounding board, you know, it all goes back to helping people. And that's what we've gotten away from in this world, y'all. We got to love each other. It says in the Bible, love your neighbor like you love yourself. Very simply, simply put, treat people the way you want to be treated. It's not rocket science. It's not brain surgery. And at the end of the day, it's all about love. It is all about love, y'all. That's real talk. And on that note, I'd like to shout out to the NBA, its players, its coaches, its staff, and their owners. I'm completely impressed with the show of solidarity. Some of the players and coaches have supported uh, the players kneeling, and I think that's pretty cool. 
Uh, and some players have even chose to stand in support of their players. But I think it is beautiful that we are being allowed to express our feelings, express our frustrations with a system that has needed to be fixed forever. Serious business. And I have to, I want to bring some shame to the legislature of Oklahoma for trying to uh, pressure the Oklahoma Thunder into not kneeling by threatening to uh, rescind their tax breaks. How dare you stifle the freedom of speech? And excuse me, people, but it to me sounds like Big Brother. And let's get one thing perfectly clear. The players that are kneeling, they're kneeling to protest police brutality against people of color. It is not a show of disrespect to our country, to our flag, or to the service members who put their lives on the line every day for us to exercise our First Amendment rights. That is a smokescreen that was created by your president he tried to make it about the national anthem and the flag because he didn't want to confront the issues at hand, which is police brutality. That's what the whole issue is about. And the funny thing about that, since we're talking about your president, and this is the only reference I'm going to choose to make to him today, isn't it strange that he's so gung-ho about firing players who don't uh, want to stand for the national anthem, but he has had numerous phone calls with Vladimir Putin, and not once has he confronted that man about the bounty that he put on the heads of American service members who lost their lives fighting the Taliban. And he talks about disrespecting the flag and our service members. I don't believe for one minute that he didn't receive those briefings. And what really bothers me is even still, he has yet to confront Vladimir Putin. Now, as an ex-member of the Navy, I know for a fact, we had to inform the captain every day about the goings on on the ship. So that's why that is a load of crap that your president is, is trying to shovel to people. But again, on the bright note, shout out NBA for doing what you're doing. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Show you right. And let's not forget about voting on November 3rd. It is going to take a total house cleaning. Voting out President Trump is only the beginning. We must fire all the senators and congresspeople who have only themselves and their self-interest in mind and not the people. It is going to take much work to bring America back to her rightful place as moral leader and conscience of the world. Plus, we also need people running this country who understands that it's the little guy, you and me, Joe Taxpayer. We're the grease that keeps this cog of life moving. And the thing that people fail to realize is that we can all coexist peacefully. 
corporations that profit handsomely off our hard work and dedication, you can still do that. But why don't you pay your workers a decent wage where they can support their families, where they don't have to go out and get a second job, and where they can come home at night and have peace? You know what I'm saying? We can do this. We've got to learn to coexist. You know what I'm saying? We can do this. Because let me tell you something, corporations. Happy workers mean happy profits. When your workers can take a reasonable wage home where they can take care of their families, they're going to be happy to come to work. They're going to work hard for you, and thus your profits will increase. It won't hurt you to share. You know what I'm saying? We got to create laws that are going to make this country continue to roll. We don't need to continue to look out for just the, 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 the small minority of wealthy people. We got to look out for the little people. We got to look out for the people that have sacrificed and served this country. We got to look out for the people who can no longer look out for themselves. And we got to have people in office that do that. So at the end of the day, people, get up. Register to vote. Go vote. Use your unalienable right. People died. People were beat. People were, were, had dogs and fire hoses turned on them just so we could get this right to vote. And if you don't vote, you are spitting in the face of all those people before us who sacrificed so we could have this right. Get up and vote and let your voice be heard. If you don't vote, excuse me, if you don't vote, you don't count. And how dare you complain about what's going on? You got to get up and make your voice heard. Be counted. We got to fire everybody in Washington who does not have our interest at heart. And like I said, firing President Trump is only the beginning. We've got to fire all the enablers that helped him do all this damage that he has done. And it's going to take a lot of people. It's going to take a lot of elections for us to get this where we need it to be. But at the end of the day, people, if you're not registered to vote, visit vote.gov to register to vote or go to usa.gov. Because people, don't miss out on your chance to make a difference. Seriously, do not miss out on your chance to make a difference. I want to thank you for listening to me today. Uh, it's a little shorter than usual, but sometimes a little bit goes a long way. Uh, I'd like to say in excuse me, in memorandum of my late mother, Martha Williams, who passed away 27 years ago today on August 3rd. I'd like to also give a shout out to my uncle, and my aunt, Bishop Jack, and missionary Rachel Spencer, who celebrated 45 years of marriage yesterday on August 2nd. 
I'd like to shout out to my sister-in-law, my late sister-in-law, Octavia Galloway. Rest in peace, my sister. It was uh, 28 years ago, today, uh, yesterday, that you transitioned. Rest in peace, my sister. Uh, as, as always, in closing, I'd like to uh, give a shout out to my pastor, Bishop Eric Kincaid Clark, and his first lady, Pastor Lenore Marie Clark of the Body of Christ Temple. And believe me, I'm going to find a way to incorporate, incorporate your message about change into one of my future broadcasts. Shout out once again to Bishop Jack Spencer, Pastor Emeritus, and his wife, Missionary Rachel Spencer, and their son, the new pastor, Elder Daniel Spencer, and his wife, First Lady Jaslene Spencer of the Pilgrim Temple Church. Shout out to Reverend Rena Baker and to Pastor Gloria Cheney of Church of the Master. Much love to you all, and I will see each and every one of you again next week. And remember, take the time not only to love yourself, but love one another. And when all else fails, take it to the knees and pray, because we do need God back in our life, seriously. Much love to you people, one and all. I'll see you next week. Peace.